minute. Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 122. Tommy Jacket, where are you? Mate, same place as I was yesterday, Collingwood. Great. Another day, uh, another dollar. Is it, um, is it freezing cold in Collingwood? Mate, it's absolutely freezing cold. And here's the thing. I've got, like, the heaters, I'm just concerned about the cost. I never thought I was going to be one of these people, whereas my mm. old man used to be, you know, brutal about having a heater on. And I couldn't quite work it out whether it was just he didn't like the... And I still don't know whether he was being a tight ass with the money. Or he just didn't <laughs> like the temperature. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he turns PowerPoints off at the plug. So, And then he once once arced up when I said, this is just annoying. It's like the inconvenience of having to turn it back on. Yeah, but you save, you know, it was like five five bucks a quarter or something. Really? <laughs> like, yeah, well, that, rather, that was the thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I got um, severely sunburned one year. Like really, I didn't think I got sunburned and it just turns out that I didn't go in the sun and Bree and I were living in Port Melbourne and I spent four hours in the sun. And so it was an amount of time where I wasn't realizing how burnt I got, was getting. Mm. And I got home and I was red all over and it was really bad. And Bree said to me, she's like, oh, we can't have the, I wanted to sleep with the aircon on. And um, Bree's like, nah, it's gonna cost too much money. I said to her, I was like, it's either we have the aircon on or you take me to the hospital because <laughs> it was so bad. A, a bit over-dramatized. So I've been thinking about the cost of what the heater that we got in my office space is costing. Yeah. So I did like a calculation. They reckon it's going to be an added $100 a month to okay. the bill. I mean, that's not too bad, is it? Yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not per, I'd rather that than per freeze. Quarter? Per month. Per month. So yeah. if you were to have it on for... For six or seven hours a day, so I get it. I like, I you become your parent. You understand yeah. the realities that they were facing of life. Actually, costs money and yeah. comfort. Like, fuck, our home electricity bill was five hundred dollars for the quarter or something. It seems mm. ridiculous. Yeah, I remember we um, had a lot of conversations around the power, and just I would always be leaving uh, lights on and stuff like that. And same with my dad, would be flicking him mm. off and going berserk about it. But yeah, no, I feel like I've gotten a lot, a lot better about it too. But so it's it's yeah. freezing cold basically where where you are, is what you say. Yeah, saying. it's freezing cold. And I, I caught yeah. up with my brother today. He's still in the office. Um, yeah. Mikey, have you met Mikey? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we we met at your um, at Bodie's birthday. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah he yeah. met the he met the photographer, which was you. <laughs> 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 I did. Came. I did take some photos and yeah. did a little video. Yeah, it's great. You hired hired help. No, um, I, I was having coffee with him today, and I saw like on his key rings was this. It looked like almost like a mini mag light. You know what they look like? Or like no. a, a? Is that like a? a uh, I think I know like what a you mean. Torch. Is, is, yeah, sure. And then mm-hmm. I was like, "What's this?" And I started unscrewing it. And then I thought it was going to be the thing that you put earbuds into. Have you seen those people like who go to concerts a lot? There's like little um, capsule things that you can put to your key rings that oh, have earbuds in them. Um, it's usually for people who have tinnitus. 
Amy actually mm. has one that you can, yeah, so you just chuck them in so you don't have injured ears. Um, but it wasn't that. I unscrewed it and he tapped out these little tablets and it wasn't ecstasy. Mm. Uh, it mm. was lactose tablets so, because he's lactose intolerant. So if he, if he wants to smash a, a, a full cream latte or yeah. a, a cheese platter, he can just down a couple of these. Do you remember that I had a a potential client reach out to me about this specific product? And the thing was, the confusing thing about it was that they couldn't, actually it wasn't for dairy, it was for gluten. Um, But the problem was that- That was the client I handballed you. Yeah. But the thing was that they basically couldn't say anything. They were sort of between a rock and a hard place because- they wanted to target people who couldn't eat gluten, but they couldn't say that they'll for celiac. There were basically all these restrictions around it, so it's a bit bullshit. So does it actually work? Is he is yeah. he drinking a liter of milk and not shitting himself? <laughs> no, he just said for the occasion that I need to eat something. It, it seems bizarre. The anti shit yourself tablets. Yeah, it's, is he? It's the anti anti laxative. Is he? Um, yeah. Is so, so he can't eat dairy. Is he dairy intolerant or something? Well, he's a soy boy like you. Soy yeah. boy, yeah, fuck. <laughs> Bree actually went on... Bree and I had Aperol spritz yesterday and they were massive, uh, massive cups. And before you yeah. knew it, we were um, really tipsy. I fell asleep on the street. <laughs> <laughs> but I was tired as well. But... Um, uh, Brie was had this whole thing talking about how I I am a bit of a soy boy, but she likes that I'm sometimes a bit sort of blokey, and then I'm also a soy boy. <laughs> I love it. So um, this is the week of my I'm just milking it, the week of my <laughs> uh, wedding anniversary. But two years ago, and it's a sore spot for you, isn't it? Not getting the invite to my wedding. Yep. It's very hurtful, but that's okay. I get it. I get it. It's our, uh, our you can relationship. Pick one best man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then just don't invite the guy that came in second. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, but JJ. We, I remember that conversation. It was like JJ, if would you still come to the wedding if you couldn't be the best man? I'm like, bro, I only do the top. I only do the best bits. I'm either the groom or the best man. Won't even MC. Yeah. Not interested. And you and you were booked out to be the videographer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But there's a story. Mikey, can you come around here? So this this story, it's... He told it. It was like Mikey had thought that it was my 21st, not my bloody wedding, that he was telling this story. Come here. This is a a common um, thing that people do is they take take the, the speech too far. All right, I'm going happened? to. This is. I'm outsourcing the the, the podcast to, from my end to my brother yeah, now. Great. So I'm going to Perfect. put him on. Here he is. Here you go. Put that on. He's okay. He's putting on the head. On. He's putting on the headphones on right now. And Mikey, yeah, you just speak. Howdy. You just speak in directly into the microphone. You should be okay. okay. Uh, you got your puffer jacket on. Is is Tommy turned off the heater to save costs, or, or is it yeah, still yeah, too cold? He said he wasn't allowed to have it on. <laughs> Too expensive. So you've, so um, it was like a twenty-first birthday. Tommy saying, "What happened?" So, well, no, it was, it was the wedding speech. Yeah, it? the wedding speech about the um, the incident with the hose. With the, so, so this is one of those stories that, um, as a as a kid growing up, was one that I just used just to 
you know, trash talk Tommy, just gave me a bit of the upper hand, you know, as a brother. You need to just keep your younger brothers in their place. Yeah. But as it turns out, when you grow up into an adult, you start to appreciate those stories and you actually want to hear them even if they're about yourself. So Tommy, Tommy, Tommy loves this story. But essentially, I have this vivid memory of um, just watching telly in the lounge room as you do, just whatever yeah. cartoon at the time. And Tommy... Tommy was in quite a bit of pain and I could hear that. And so I, I had to go and explore what, what was the cause of this pain. And I just have this image of him out on the back deck with naked. Um, <laughs> and so you've got to imagine, like he's, five, he's maybe seven at the time, I reckon. Yeah. So I would have been 11 or 12, he was seven or eight. And so he's out on the back deck. Dad's like dad's a pretty serious character by nature. So he was in solution mode. And Tommy Tommy had an erection that he couldn't get down. <laughs> <laughs> and he just he was in such a state of panic that dad dad just had to fix it. And so he's <laughs> like just hold 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 still. And he and he had this cold like it was either from the hose or a cold pot of water, and he was pouring the water on his on his <laughs> cock, on his erection, just trying to help him get it down. And Tommy was literally in tears. Um, so it's a yeah, it's an interesting image. It's very how did clear. it go like, over? How did it go over at the wedding? <laughs> I think it got a few laughs. I think it, I think it gave painted a good picture of. You know, Tommy and his life struggles. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like that. Um, it's it's probably going to trigger him for the rest of his life now. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> all right. And 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 so, um, uh, how old was he? Did you say? I th- look. I think he was seven. I reckon he was around seven. <laughs> he was small. He was a little. He was maybe young. Look, it was a six or seven. Maybe let's call it between wow. between five and ten. So he wasn't seventeen. He wasn't seventeen. No, he wasn't seventeen. He knew he knew what to do with it by then. Uh, so anyway, funny, out, outrageous. Well, how how was the wedding anyway? Because I wasn't invited. Was it? Was no, it good? yeah, the wedding was good. Yeah, I wore a GoPro on my head for the speech. Actually, do you oh, have that footage? I do. I've never watched yeah, any, that footage. Any footage that I could see, just so I get a bit of a glimpse, would be. It'd be great. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't um, awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Mikey. No worries, mate. See you, Josh. Catch ya. G'day, mate. That's nearly as good as my squeegee story. <laughs> you know what? I I think about whether I can remember or not, and I do remember the times that I... It must have been a thing. I would wake up with one, as you do, if you're a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I've even noticed Bodie. He's been waking up with little... Little boners. It's, it's the most bizarre thing on earth. I didn't it's, realize that you had. I can't. I can't remember getting a boner until <laughs> I was like twelve or something. What did you just say, Michael? When 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 do they go from being a boner to an erection? <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> when you become yeah. When when you become an adult. About eight. <laughs> About eight. But no, I do remember it happening. I, oh God! I'm, I'm glad we were able to um, second day in a row bring enough <laughs> smut to the show, especially the first well, sort of ten minutes. Well, let me just tell you, Smut Connects, uh, Gemma Watts. Shout out to you. Emailed through on hi at the dot com. 
And uh-huh. did you see that? I uh, know I haven't seen the emails, mate. It's oh, it's hilarious here in, in Italy. Oh yeah, true. So yesterday we we're just talking about that um, the big D and B, mm-hmm. the uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the the drawing in the sand or whatever it is that I found on yeah. Google Satellite, and she said um, nothing quite compares to the dick drawn with weed killer at my high school in in two thousand and eight. And then she put <laughs> showed us a photo, sent us a link to a news dot com article. The kids <laughs> had gone out onto the um, oval. It's hilarious. It's huge. And so, man, I remember we were going to do stuff like that at our school, but the the time before, the year before the, um, I think it was either the year before or the year before that, they um, people put oil on the uh, roundabout, so oh, cars no. were sliding sliding off the roundabout. So since then, they were like really strict about anything happening. This is man. amazing. On news.com.au, I'm just looking at the photo. <laughs> my, my old man used to tell me a story. I used to tell my dad, and I used to say to my dad, can you tell me some stories from the olden days? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and he, anyway, he used to tell me the story from when he was in high school and it was like uh, their equivalent of muck-up day Would or something Would he let like you wet, put the heater on when he told the story? So that <laughs> way you come, turn, the, turn the heater on, mate. Sit down. No, I will say the jacket household, we had central heating and it wasn't allowed to go over a certain level, but it was always warm. So we, okay. we had a nice, oh, nice... But here's the, here's the downside. We didn't get... Um, air conditioning until I was about 17. <laughs> oh, well, you know, th- just b- before before we go into the, the your dad's story, the thing with um, the air con, this is one of the biggest annoyances as a kid, which looking back is uh, extremely um, privileged situation, but we had air conditioning. But it was the, the shit air con that requires you to open the doors, all the windows evaporative what? is it called yeah it's the oh, dumbest, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's the dumbest air con it's like <laughs> it's hot out let's open up all the doors and try and make it cool i remember yeah, like a- i was just lusting for a, a refrigerated air con where we could close the doors uh, it's evaporative it's using the moisture in the air to, is that what it does yeah, so I they're the so. ones you put water into them and you can put cold water into them and it makes it go a bit colder is that never the one? put cold never put oh. water in it the pro- yeah, the problem is if, if it's stinking dry heat, they're useless. Yeah, so. and the the other thing too, but the big pain point in our house, household when we were in Listerfield South was um, the pool heater. You would, um, you know, if mum and dad were away or whatever, you'd put it on like 33 degrees or whatever. It was sort yeah, of yeah. ear infection inducing stuff, but um, <laughs> they would cr- they would crack crack it. Well, yeah, so my old man, he um, he said at his high school, the kids lifted the, the one of the principals had a mini moke. Like, so That's like a, a mini, like a mini, oh, no, it wouldn't a be, we spoke about the mini mokes on this show once. It's like a fun boy, um, it's basically looks like a golf cart on <laughs> with the top off. Anyway, it's like. A mi- tiny little four-wheel drive with no top. This this was a mini, and so they lifted this mini over into a, um, te- a netball court that had like a, a small sort of knee-high fence around it um, that was just sealing it off. And so they lifted it over this barrier so that the guy couldn't get the car out. It's genius. Oh, how upset genius. would you be, though? You'd be cut. The, the rumour was at my high school that I went to, Wesley College, 
that there's a there's this old grand staircase up to mm-hmm. one of the top floors and supposedly the rumor was i think i even did this as a phoner on um Shepparton to get yeah get people to tell us their uh, muck up day stories the rumor was that people brought a cow to school and they took it up the stairs mm-hmm. and you can't you can't actually have a cow a cow won't walk downstairs they can go up but they can't come down <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good troll. Yeah, it'd be amazing. I mean, a bit of animal cruelty, but um, is it cruel? I mean, joke? As long as they're not, as long as they didn't have to put the cow down. Could you imagine? <laughs> Just like we're going to have to get the police out and get the shotgun. That would be horrendous. <laughs> um, hey, I I want to bring a segment. I don't think we've really got any official segments, do we? Well, we've got no structure if we're talking about dicks two days in a row. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But the um, maybe that could be... It's uh, Tommy's smutty segment. Maybe we could turn that into a Yeah, thing. I'm actually a big fan but, of that. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I want to start a segment. Are you ready for it? <clears throat> yeah. I would just... So I've still got my... I don't, know if it's, I don't know if this is hay fever. I might just be sick. But I think I'm going to be better by tomorrow. I'm just going to give a big cough and then I'm going to announce the segment. <coughs> Here we go. Ready? It has to start with a cough every single time. I can do that. It's called Life Traps with Josh. Okay. So, Life Traps with Josh. I was going to do a music intro, but then I thought it would slow down my editing time because I'd have to insert it every time. Yeah, true. But um, Just just quickly, creative idea on how you could have actually had a music bed created was um, finding a busker because they're everywhere in Italy. Oh. Just playing some beautiful music. Just record it yeah, on your iPhone. There's our royalty-free I'd be worried, music. I'd be worried about being hustled. Um, yeah, yeah, true. So, life traps. So, we all hear about life hacks. It's, you know, how to hack things in life to get the uh, to most the most out of it. What The thing that I've been observing a lot lately and what we need to worry about is life traps, where it's these things that... Uh, set up in life to trap us and I'm here to expose them. Good. How does how does this sound? Well, I'm, okay. I'm always about an expose. Okay. So, I've got a bunch of them but I'm only going to do one, maybe one a day. Maybe that's too much. Maybe do it one a week. I've got a few. But One this, per segment. Uh, <clears throat> one, yeah, no, I'm going to do one a segment but I'm w- wondering whether I do it this segment every single day but I feel like that requires a discussion with you and I because that, that could yeah. be that could turn into a, a whole show um, but first life trap was experienced um, two days ago when ordering a focaccia is that how you say it? I don't know oh mate we've, uh, we've gone over that in length focaccia I, I, or focaccia <laughs> I should know, given it's. Uh, well, I'm in Italy, but I'm I'm such an idiot. It took me um, like two days to realise that that's what it was. I just thought it was sort of pizza slicey type things that were in squares. And then Bree's like, "Do you want another focaccia?" I'm like, "I haven't had one yet." And she's like, "You ate one before." <laughs> um, but anyway, the um, we we were ordering a, a focaccia, and it was uh, it was one twenty euros. Very cheap, don't you think? Dollar twenty, brilliant. Yeah, well, you're as bad as Bree. One twenty euros isn't a dollar twenty. It's yeah, like two dollars. Anyway. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. If you're in Europe 
and you're converting the money and you're away for three months, you've got a difficult trip ahead of you. You just got to treat it like you're paying four dollars for a coffee in Australia or four euros in Europe for a coffee. No, you, uh, no, 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 no. You definitely do not do it. That is the worst advice I've ever heard. I think anyone well, listening would agree. I, th- I think it's transferable though, because when you do no. travel, things are very similar. It. In there, in I know you double it, but coffees everywhere in Europe are usually costing between two eighty and four eighty, which is around about the same price but in a different currency if that makes sense no it doesn't make sense because if you ha- if something was 250 euro it would be nearly a five dollar coffee no I, I, I know i know but i'm saying it's a similar price for a, as in what when, when you're in the country i know it's if not I when you translate it the problem is don't tran- don't be trying to convert the, every purchase it's a nightmare. I think that's a. I think that's a massive trap that you're falling into. You need to. You can't. <laughs> if anyone is, te- is if anyone has heard the advice that euros and dollars are the same thing and treat it's not them what the I'm same saying. way, it's not what I'm saying. Okay, you, it sounds like it a lot. Go on. You can keep explaining yourself if you want to. You wouldn't eat an ice cream if you were converting it every time. So you end up paying like. Eight, eight euros You're making which is like that, that I'm having to do some sort of fucking equation that involves pie sometimes I'm eating pie don't get me wrong <laughs> but we're literally talking about just doubling it as a conservative number yeah. is a good way of doing it so if I've got a cappuccino and I spend five bucks or five euros sorry that five euros is actually looking like eight Australian dollars yeah I so, know I know and and so that's a, the psychology of it too is some things will look cheaper where it's like oh man pizza's only 10 euros you know that that is still 19 dollars yeah. which isn't isn't crazy it, i think it's good uh, i would strongly 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 disagree with your argument just to treat them as one it's for a, one well no treating them one for one because otherwise what the fuck are you eating or drinking you're not going to find similar prices in europe <clears throat> as you do in australia like it, we think no, but four dollars for a coffee purely- you're doing it for t- tourist traps, which is also, you know, part of the whole life traps is that the, you can see gelati, like you need to be able to ascertain, is this, are they trying to rip us off here? So you need to have some sort of sense of like, what did we pay for coffee last time? So we can make sure that we're not paying an exorbitant, because we saw like examples where it was like four euros for a coffee, but then we had coffee at another place and it was for like one euro. So then we knew yeah, like, so that's like this is a tourist, this is a tourist, touristy bit. But okay, so you're, you're on the lookout. You're on the lookout for a life trap. <clears throat> yeah. So and the so I uh, ordered the focaccia. Um, I said the first bit in um, Italian. I was really proud. I think I said <coughs> I said uno uh, San Daniela. I think was the the name of the focaccia that I wanted. Uh, uno San Daniela por favore and um, she brought she then had like a slicer and she was sort of showed me where she was slicing it I was like yeah like yeah that looks like I just sort of nodded yeah. anyway um, it was she then gave me the price and it was 540 euros and oh, no. my thought was that it was 120 euros. And this has gotten me before and it's got <laughs> nothing to do with the them and everything to do with me. But on the sign, 
which I just completely ignored and didn't really connect the two together. Next to the 120 euro sign, it said, um, what did it say? Uh, 100 grams. Mm, yeah, it's, the old, got you. it's the old weight. But I don't think they were trying to scam me at all. But <clears throat> it reminds me of 2012 South Melbourne Coles. I bought a watermelon because it said 80 cents. <laughs> Ended up costing me $11. Because I thought, fuck, no, I- watermelon. I'd never bought a watermelon in my life. And I was like, I didn't realize watermelons were this cheap. So I carried this whole... And I got to the checkout. And they said $11. And I was so embarrassed about it that I just ended up taking it to work. Yeah. A whole fucking watermelon. <laughs> so funny. I've done that same thing with watermelon. That's the trap. The watermelon trap. Definitely. If you ever see a bloke carrying a watermelon in coals, you know that they've fucked up. They've got no idea. They're about to learn a valuable lesson. Um, Do you know what? You know what? Do you know what I'm going to do as a bonus? Because this is the celebratory first inaugural life trap. I'll do a bonus one. I mean, Uh, I don't know if that's how you you keep the longevity in it. Well, here we go. Um, another life trap I, d- I don't know how to avoid this necessarily but um, you order water yeah you you go to a, a supermarket or whatever you order water you, you buy um, water or ordering you, are you ordering yeah. a cup of water or buying a bottle oh, no, you're buying buying a bottle of water because you don't want to drink the water around here so you're nah. buying bottles everywhere you go and they're mm. quite inexpensive compared to sort of your Mount Franklin and stuff in Melbourne anyway um Oh, a side note on the water bottle. They're so... Some of the plastic is so thin that I had a situation two days ago where I was opening the bottle of water and I was just yeah. holding the bottle a little bit too tight and I lost half the bottle on me. Yeah. And then I kept yeah, pressing it. I kept like accidentally... Like your instinct in that moment is to hold it firmer. And I was just... <laughs> people thought I was fucking crazy because I was in the middle of the street tipping water on me and breathing Mate, like, give, stop it, stop have, it. I'm like, I can't. Have one Negroni and <laughs> you, you have any wet t-shirt competition with yourself. Hey, what is a Negroni? Is that another, is that like an Aperol? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. No, oh, that, that's, that's what okay. I mean, Aperol. Um, but there is oh, Aperol. a Negroni. Like, yeah, actually you have one Negroni, you'd be on the floor. Negroni's like a, a pretty hard cocktail. It's yeah, just got no. a f- quite a few substances in it. So uh, no, th- no thanks. But that wasn't the um, the life trap. The life trap is uh, ordering water, especially when it's not in English or not in your native language. You take a sip, and you get the biggest shock of your life when it's fizzy water. Is there anything more confronting? You think that there's a, the two seconds when you sip that that you think you're getting poisoned because you have no idea. It <laughs> shocks. You don't know, you're not expecting bubbles, and especially when they're the little bubbles, so they trick you. That that got me yesterday, where I nearly had a heart attack. Well, I'd be I'd be happy. I mean, the only problem, I, I wouldn't find it such a trap if I was drinking water. But I once opened up a a Nippy's milk. Uh, I don't know if that's an Australian brand. You know, Nippy's, just a yeah, little yeah, um, no, a box. It's like a yeah like box strawberry, of milk. Chocolate. Yeah, I had a I had a coffee flavored one. I took one sip of it, and it was fizzy. So if milk's fizzy, then you're done. Why was That's it fizzy? Off, it was off fun. milk. 
It was fa- it was oh. completely off. It was fizzing that's, in my mouth because that's how off that's it was. Disgusting. And so yeah, that that is an issue. <clears throat> that is the whole fizzy water thing is a massive life trap, and it's extending now beyond that, which is also so many of these waters now are doing different flavors so you think you're getting a normal like you're getting a green bottle and you just think it's a bit quirky brand oh, yeah. just trying to do something I different with water and it's got lime in it what i love when i'm traveling is seeing how wrong melbourne have got something and mm. what you could actually bring home you know what yeah. like i always think why don't they just send out some people around the world to find the best of the best and then we just implement that and you have Utopia. It's that sounds like almost a TV show idea. Best of the best, yeah. But why not? So what, like, I, I know in Tel Aviv, like, the beaches had the best showers, water bottle refills. It was, like, crazy. It was, like, state-of-the-art. Yeah. But why, like, how does a country like Australia not have that? So keep an eye out, Josh. <clears throat> well, interestingly, um, I did some work with some farmers, like, in the agricultural industry, um, a few months ago and they were talking about they go to places like Israel um, for irrigation research apparently they're really good with irrigation so they do mm. send over groups of people but they're not doing it at the level that is different types of water or Coca-Cola flavours mm. um, fun fact about that <laughs> the reason that M&M peanut butter peanut butter M&Ms aren't in Australia is because one of the ingredients that are in the formula is actually banned in Australia so they're reformulating it, but it's not their top priority. They actually have a few other flavors that they're working on, including, I believe, like an Oreo or cookie flavor. Oh, yeah. Cookie and cream flavor, uh, which um, I I heard from my mate at Mars. So that's exciting times. Have you got into any of the Ferrero products in Italy? Because in the supermarkets, the mini supermarkets, there's like, like weird... Like the Buono or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But there's like even like these little cake things. Nutella. Nah, I haven't. We haven't been doing much of the grocery stuff. We, um, I just have, have been eating. I've been like meal replacing sometimes with gelati, which has been amazing. Hmm. But um, that's what you do when you're in Italy. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, it, can you? Because this this is the shit that gets me going. Can you take a photo of any weird? Can you buy something weird from a supermarket that is very much the opposite of what they sell in Australia and post sure. it and eat it? Show just do a little review. Okay. Well, it's it's not going to be as bad as um I think was it man there was some stuff Tahor, I think in um I had some stuff in the Philippines which was pretty um it wasn't my cup of tea. There was one <laughs> thing which was like a an egg which is like got the little fucking bird in it which was horrendous. I couldn't oh. eat that. Um and then there was another one I think it was called Tahor because there's a guy who walks along the streets um, yelling it in the morning and it's some sort of like soy drink and obviously I don't drink soy and can't stand the stuff but I, I did try it it, was, it wasn't that great um, <sighs> hey before before we go I've got a marketing idea for the daily talk show one to run by you one to Al- run always up for that do you want feedback on your segment uh, no thanks uh, you know, <laughs> not from you not from you, but hi at thedailytalkshow.com if you've got any life trappings, life traps. I may have used the two that I'd written down already. That, that was I'd my only on. feedback. Just be careful of threading three into one. Yeah, I, it, it could have been, yeah, the fizzy water one. That was its own Trello card. I wrote fizzy poison 
Um, <laughs> but I need to move some of the stuff across because I already spoke about no chicken salt and my tinted moisturizer and my fudge shop story. Now um, we're doing a debrief of our podcast. So, yeah, happening uh, the, the behind this the, the scenes. This is the this is the admin section, guys, because we're talking about getting close. This is the boardroom. Um, uh, we're talking marketing for the daily talk show, and I was thinking right. about how how can we um, how can we do something that's got cut through that's not what everyone else is doing. I was sitting on the canals yesterday, and my um, I was had my water bottle. And I was really worried that I was going to drop it in there and then people were going to shame me for being illiterate. Mm. And um, in the moment, I was like, oh. I started thinking about messages in a bottle. And then it got me thinking. I'm like, what is called strategy? What a bit, yeah, good reference. Um, I don't don't know that. So what's, what, how does that go? I'm a genie I'm a in a no, bottle, baby. Come, come. Come on, let me um, out. Please stop. The um, so no message in a bottle, different to genie yes. in a bottle. Uh, how about that as a tactic for the daily talk show? You and I could get a bunch of glass bottles, put our URL or like a small note, um, asking them to listen to the daily talk show and even give us a review on iTunes or the podcast Apple app, um, and see what sort of cut through. What do you think? First impressions? Yeah, look, I think there's probably not enough value. I think we offer a value sh- a valued show. Our show is valuable, um, but probably for someone who's just walking along the beach and seen a bottle, it probably needs an incentive, an activation code, or go to this what? website, thedailytalkshow.com forward slash message in a bottle. And there they can claim no, it a prize. Too brand act- no, it's, it feels <laughs> too brand activation-y. I think that the it needs to be something where they feel like, man, this feels like a sign. I found because if you found a water, if you found a bottle and it had a message in it, I feel like if it said you're going to be very wealthy soon, you'd absolutely <laughs> be like, fuck, this is the world telling me this. So I feel like we have the attention of our audience. So I think that we could just say to them. You should. You need this in your life, with a with a link. <laughs> Look, I'm willing to. Um, I'm willing to get involved. Are you willing to do it all for me? <laughs> it's a, it's a five year strategy, because and it might not the, actually come back until five years later. But the, what I wasn't sure on was the environmental impact. Is it not okay nowadays to do the whole message in the bottle because of the environment? I think it yeah well I'm sure you would have people getting upset about it yeah yeah okay yeah I mean it depends if you want to go down the route it's uh okay. it's not a plastic well, we bottle so it's okay oh that's okay oh, that's all right we won't do it <laughs> although I would like to see you do it in Venice no, I fucking and cracked dro- it dro- I've cracked it I've cracked <laughs> it I'm not doing it I'll just fucking do Facebook ads yeah probably um, you're probably going to get a, a, f- a few more results we don't know. I think I think the message in the bottle thing would be really powerful. Well, look, if you support Josh's message in the bottle, hi at thedailytalkshow.com. dot com, or yeah. if you don't if you live near a beach, if you live near somewhere that you could, if we if we gave you the tools, i.e., a a bottle and a message, if you would be a willing participant 
you're near a beach, you're near some form of water, preferably it should be attached to an ocean because a lake would be quite boring, I'd assume. You're outsourcing your litter. You've just outsourced. (laughs) It does seem like this big conspiracy theory, doesn't it? Oh, that's hilarious. It's all, it's, it's all fine. All right. No, um, but um, help us uh, get the message out there. Maybe not in a bottle. Hit Like, subscribe to the podcast. It helps. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if there's anyone listening that's not subscribing, do you think? Especially these episodes. And it's not like well, we're leveraging Mike, names. Are you subscribed to our podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he might have not been. But oh, he is. there you go. So, that, uh, that was a fail. Oh, that was nice. Um, well, hopefully, as I wanted to say it up front, my... Um, I sound like shit at the moment, which must be driving. No, you sound better than you when you started. No, you oh, sound better good. than when you first started. Oh, great! Um, but yeah, I'm. Uh, am I in Venice tomorrow? Yes, yeah, so I'll be in Venice tomorrow. So we'll be we'll be doing it live again from me being in Venice, and then I'll be off to Florence. So from Monday, I'll be in Florence, and then on Friday we'll have a guest episode. I haven't worked out which guest. Oh but, yeah, um, I actually was thinking that. Yeah, who we'll, have we got on? We'll work that out by tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's the Daily Talk Show, everyone. Please send us your emails if you are listening. We love hearing from you. What you're liking, what you're hating, whether you do live near a beach. Don't even you don't even have to be willing to do the uh, the bottle bit yet. We can we can talk numbers. We can we can work it out. But we just need people who are near waterways. Let's let's uh, let's say that waterways. If you are near a waterway, please be in contact. And uh, maybe we can send you some stickers. We're saying to get some uh, Instagrams of people sending through stickers too. Uh, Russell, Sean, have received their stickers. If you do receive them and you've put them on something interesting, send us an email as well. Anything else, TJ, before we go? No, that's about it. All right. Okay, well, bye, everyone. Have a good one. See you guys.